0: Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Fast
1: Mike, good evening, it's half past five. This is Update for Wednesday 22nd of February 2023 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes to look at the latest news on the Isle of Man and background to the news and sport and business, Sea Watch, travel updates and the newsmakers in person tonight. A formal apology to Notfield residents. The Newcastle Russian high school latest. Education needs a stable footing, says the minister. Private sector pain's been ignored in the budget, says the Chamber of Commerce. And the Max Ram set off to international duty. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. First of all at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock the update news headlines Faster
2: Fastamai Christian-Jones Faster Fastamai The NASUWT is calling for unions to be involved in discussions as part of a funding review into the education system Its local negotiating secretary says without funding to help staff retention the review won't have the impact government is hoping for There's a warning that child abuse is continuing to happen on the islands, and authorities must listen to and believe victims and call at hope's recommendations approved by Timmel that came in light of failings at the Notfield Children's Home will go some way to preventing abuse. And Tesco on the Isle of Man is imposing a limit to the number of tomatoes, peppers and cucumbers that customers can buy. Only three items at a time can be bought due to supply issues caused by adverse weather conditions in Spain and North Africa. In international news, a review of Lancashire Police's handling of Nicola Burley's disappearance is being carried out by the College of Policing after her body was found in the River Wire on Sunday. A separate inquiry is already already underway by the Independent Office for Police Conduct over the contact they had the force had with the 45-year-old before she went missing. Shamima Begum's lawyer says they will challenge a ruling that the UK government doesn't need to return her British citizenship. She left London to join Islamic State in Syria as a 15-year-old and claims she is the victim of grooming. And reports Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will take legal action over an episode of South Park is nonsense, according to their spokesperson. The American cartoon series appeared to mock them with a called Worldwide Privacy Tour. Those are the update news headlines. We'll be back at six. Man Benham. Contact us by
0: phone, video call, email or face to face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio weather with Manx Glass
1: and Glazing. Garamea, thank you, Christian, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. Well, it doesn't look much like it, but there is a strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of sea is moderate, becoming slight. And the three-day weather: dry and clear this evening as the northerly wind eases back. A widespread ground frost will form, We're down to sub-zero of the hills overnight. Be driving, do take care. For Thursday, Jordan. Dry and fine with a light breeze up to 8 degrees tomorrow. The night's going to be dry and calm. Overnight minimum is 6 and for Friday, Jehenia, cloudy and dry with a moderate wind in from the northwest. Top temperature is 9 degrees. Sunsets in about 8 minutes time at 19 minutes before 6 o'clock. Low waters at 26 minutes past 7. High tide 13 minutes after 1 a.m. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 22 minutes past 7. The morning low tide, 29 minutes before 8. And the afternoon high water
0: at 25 to 2. Visit the Manx Glass & Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. ManxGlass.com.
1: Tinwall members yesterday agreed to issue a formal apology to the former residents of the Notfield Children's Home in Douglas for the failings of the Isle of Man's public authorities in detecting and preventing abuse. A number of young people suffered abuse at the facility in the 1970s and 80s, and the Isle of Man's Social Affairs and Policy Review Committee has put forward recommendations to ensure it never happens again. The MHK, and Corlett, is a member of that committee. Telling and retelling their
3: experiences is huge impactful and it's traumatic and it's something that I hope we may have brought a little bit of closure to by having a formal apology from the Chief Minister.
4: For so many years children who had been at the home uh, were just not believed were they?
3: No, absolutely not and actually there were active blocks to them being able to, to reveal what had happened to them that's really shocking isn't it? Now we think about these things today: that children are not listened to, not believed, and have no route to get away from the abuse that they were receiving. They were in a children's home. What's what's the alternative? Run away. The, you will be brought back and probably punished because you left.
4: Do you think though it is still possible that situations like this could occur or are you hopeful that the recommendations that your committee brought forward will go at least some way to addressing that?
3: Well, I hope in my own heart that we would never have any child abuse but we have to be sensible about this. Yes, child abuse is going on today, it's going on on our island and we have to do everything we can to protect children to enable them to talk and believe them when they tell us things certainly every member of timwald past and present I think stood right alongside him in that apology.
1: Plans to replace a school in the south of the Isle of Man are moving in the right direction according to the Arbury Castle town of Maloo MHK Jason Morehouse. When asked why he approved the budget for the next financial year, last year Mr Morehouse and other southern MHKs said they wouldn't support the budget if the plans weren't included. Jason Morehouse explains.
5: We were able to have a meeting last week with the Minister and she was able to give us some insight into waste going forward and It was more than Minister Edge actually explained this. It actually had um, the Treasury Minister also in the room, so it did feel to have some credibility. In the past, there's always been this issue between the Education Minister says this and the Treasury Minister says that, but we did seem to have a common source of information and there was that reassurance that things were happening and things like um, a timetable were discussed Um, it was discussed in terms of it was going to be done in the relatively near future rather than some distant ambition. It was also good to see things like um, the mini mini NSC being included as part of the plans Um, they're not perfect but We are moving in the right direction. I think that's what we needed to see, that something was being done. Um, But given the wider concerns, it's that issue of how are we going to actually pay for this?
2: This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Monks Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast.
1: 23 minutes before 6 on Manx Radio, live from Douglas in the Isle of Man. The Education, Sport and Culture Minister says education needs to get back to a sustainable and stable footing. Julie Edge, MHK, was responding to the Isle of Man's NASUWT Local Negotiating Secretary, Geraldine O'Neill, who, despite welcoming an uplift to teachers' starting salaries, thinks there are still issues with retention.
6: But already I can tell you, talking to young teachers, that they will leave after the three years. What we want, really. is investment in those who are here and recruitment and retention here. You will be aware that most of our teaching staff here, at least 50% of them are over 50. So therefore, it's that staff really that need the incentives to be able to continue to live and work here. And I'm also aware, as you are, that there is presently a funding review um, that is taking place. We hope that the trade unions as stakeholders will actually have some part in those discussions it's not just capital funding it's funding in your staff and without funding in the staff to deliver the services then it's not going to be a funding review that's going to have the impact that we want to see i totally accept what you're saying we are working together they are difficult times and we're working constantly in negotiations as you're aware however we do have to face facts and the facts are that we have teachers who have had pay erosion for the last 10 to 12 years because at the moment increases are barely dealing with inflation.
7: With regards to to recruitment and yes we have lifted that starting salary, do we need to sort cliff edges out with funding, with people coming over and getting housing allowances we do and we are looking at that. We will get everything sorted, we need to get education back as a sustainable stable footing for the future of the island and that comes through our young people. I am passionate that a funding review has never been carried out in our education system and that's what needs to happen and that is what will be delivered. It wouldn't be right for my department to be carrying out that funding review. However my department are fully involved with regards to what will be delivered it will go back to the Chief Secretary and obviously that will be discussed by the Council of Ministers. Do I want that to come forward as soon as possible? Yes I do.
1: The Manx Rams under 17 netball squad travelled to Belfast today for the European netball under 17 championship and challenge taking place from tomorrow until Sunday they'll face the Republic of Ireland Switzerland Gibraltar and Northern Ireland development squad during the event the Manx Rams squad's captain Mackenzie Pittsy and vice captain Poppy Irving spoke to Manx Radio
7: it's virtually a new team going this time it's a lot of first times for a lot of different people so it'd be nice just to see what we can do together it's all about development so it's like growing from these opportunities that we get and like coming not as like, best as a team, but also individually like improving? We took a close game with uh, Republic of Ireland back in November, so I think it'd be nice to challenge them again. We lost by one, so I think it'd be nice just to see how far we can go up against them again. It's definitely important to remind everyone why they're there, why they're doing it. Um, at the end of the day, you're supposed to be doing it because you love it. So it's um, really important to remind everyone it's not all about the winning and the losing, as much as it is important to do your best, but that's all you can ask.
2: And Poppy, once all is said and done with this tournament, somebody- some of you may have your eyes on maybe going into the Manx Rome senior squad in the years to come so as a benchmark for how you all do how good is it for those who do have ambitions of maybe going into the senior squad and competing against more international teams in the future
7: I think it's great I think it makes you feel more comfortable in yourself and like inspires you to push towards those big goals as
0: well so- Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The
1: motorship Ben McCree departed Heesham at nine minutes past two. She's safely in on the link span. came in slightly early. We'll be departing this evening at 7.45 for Heesham, arriving there at about half past eleven. The overnight departure is 2.15. Back to Douglas tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock, no doubt with tomatoes. And tomorrow's departure, Douglas to Heesham,
0: Ben McCree goes at 8.45. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. The 2023
1: budget's been described as a mixed bag and disproportionate by the president of the Isle of Man Chamber of Commerce. Kristen McDonald told Manx Radio the plan doesn't acknowledge the pain the private sector faces. The £100 million that's been earmarked towards the economic strategy is something Mr McDonald believes has a lot of ambition.
4: With all these things, the, it's, it comes down to the delivery uh, and government historically has been very poor at delivering some of these large capital projects. Our local economy forum... Uh, has been banging on about this for, for a very long time and trying to work with government to help them understand some of the challenges. We have regular contact with the Department for Enterprise and with the, the Treasury Minister on these subjects, uh, but the, the simple fact is that there's a whole load of pressures that are coming in that are very difficult to deal with. You know, We can't print our own money, so we're, we're at the mercy of the inflationary pressures of the pound. We've then got all of the other cost of living increases in terms of oil and energy costs, uh, gas prices, electricity costs. They're all layered on, plus increase increases in living and uh, minimum wages. So so the cost to business is increasing dramatically uh, and their ability to pass those costs on is difficult because it then causes the inflation to rise even further and we end up in a, in a, in a downward spiral. Uh, getting out of that does require investment and that's what we've been trying to get government to, to sort of come around to. And again, from the budget, we, we think there's £100 million there. That's a positive sign, but it's got to be done wisely. The really worrying thing was comments around the forecasting. Uh, when the budget last year was being forecast uh, and where we are now. They're they're two very, very different positions. So when we look at the forecasting happening this year uh, I don't really have much confidence in the forecasts that are being produced that they're going to be accurate because we know what was done last year is is wildly wrong. We've got no real reason to assume that what's being done this year is going to be therefore anyway accurate. I'm not really sure that we have the the correct capabilities in government in terms of the economic advisory function to make those accurate predictions and actually uh, stick to a budget in in the private sector.
1: Max Radio Business Briefing. At 16 minutes before 6, Rio Tinto halved its dividend as profits slumped by more than a third due to weaker iron ore prices on the back of slowing demand from China and higher costs as well. Full year earnings slumped 38% to $13.3 billion, about £11 billion, while revenue for 2022 fell 13% to $55.5 billion. After a record payout last year, Rio Tinto shareholders were told their final payout had been. cut by more than half to $2.25 per share. The total dividend was $4.92 higher than estimates. It looks like Sky Sports will have a battle on its hands as BT Sport is going and will be replaced by TNT Sports in the UK and Ireland uh, from July this year. Uh, The new name follows the joint venture between BT Group and Warner Brothers Discovery. The new name will be in place uh, ahead of the start of the 23-24 football season. TNT. TNT sports will be familiar to sports fans in America and Latin America as part of the TNT Network, where it's seen alongside European football, soccer, NBA, NHL and NCAA. In Britain and Ireland, TNT Sports will pick up what's currently offered by BT Sport. Additionally, WBD, that's Warner Brothers Discovery, has plans to roll out Eurosport, which it already owns, and will roll Eurosport into TNT Sports. In Britain, so together, TNT and Eurosport will own the rights to the Olympics, some Premier League matches, Champions League, Europa League, Premiership rugby, MotoGP, UFC, boxing, WWE wrestling, tennis Grand Slams, cycling Grand Tours, and the winter sports season. It certainly does look like Sky Sports will have a battle on its hands. The
0: stock market report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall.
1: UK and European markets were lower as investors gauged the global economic outlook. US stocks rose modestly. Oil fell and gold edged up as well. The numbers now from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London. The FTSE 100 was down six tenths of a percent at the close at 7,930. The DAX in Frankfurt are barely up, one hundredth of a percent up at 15,399. Better up than down. Uh, a short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones in Industrial up five hundredths of a percent at thirty-three thousand one hundred forty-seven. The Nasdaq tech stocks index up three hundredths of a percent, eleven thousand four hundred ninety-four. And the S&P 500 in Chicago barely down two hundredths of a percent at three thousand nine hundred ninety-six. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one U.S. dollar twenty point five cents, one euro thirteen point five cents, and twenty-one South African rand ninety-five point two cents. In commodities, golds down two tenths of a percent currently at $1,831 per troy ounce and a barrel of Brent crude down 2% at $80.81.
0: The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So, if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable, and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseykrukel.com licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority.
2: If you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report, email newsroom at manxradio.com or call 682 631 any time, day or night.
1: This year's budget will have an impact on local authorities in indirect ways. Uh, Ramsey Commissioner Dewan McGuinness says the effect of it will be felt over the next 12 to 18 months. Here's Dewan McGuinness. The budget
8: will impact local authorities in, in various ways, but I think whilst not direct or a lot of the impact will be felt over the next 12 to 18 months in more indirect ways, which make it difficult to to plan and react to. I think the two biggest takeaways I've had from the budget are the call to reduce costs for each department, which on the face of it seems like a very reasonable and prudent move. My concern is that this will inevitably lead to services and uh, other facilities that are made available to local authorities being pushed on and becoming the responsibility of local authorities therefore become a rate-borne expense so whilst departments will inevitably have a reduction in their cost which would be a taxpayer saving it will be borne by the ratepayer in an unknown way that as i sort of alluded to the difficulty with that is there's no forward planning available for that that is just my hypothetical situation but that's something that will only come out in the wash in the in the coming 12 to 18 months
7: there was a lack of support given in the budget for housing both for private housing and social housing what kind of pressure, if any, does this put on local authorities?
8: I know in Ramsey we have been pushing forward to improve uh, our housing stock both in number and quality and that's all our projects as far as I'm aware have been approved and we're we're pushing on with that but certainly I can speak from Ramsey's point of view that our housing schemes are years in the making so one budget to a certain extent is neither here nor there it's important as long as the trends to keep the maintenance budget high and the improvements going and that's the important thing. I'm not afraid to
0: Manx Radio
7: Sport. Faster.: am I, Evans. Fast am I, a very good evening. Starting in athletics and a number of local athletes, both Manx and UK-based will be competing in the English National Cross-Country Championships on Saturday. This year's event is taking place at a new venue in Cheshire and is reported to be a fairly flat, fast course. The National is an event which attracts thousands of entrants each year. From Manx Harriers, they are going to put a team of six into the senior men's race. That team is made up of Stephen Garrett, George Dickinson, both UK-based, Chris Killia, Andrew Faulkner, Jamie Hayes and Andy Fox. There'll be two Manx Harriers runners competing in the senior women's race. That'll be Laura Dickinson and Gail Sheely. From Northern AC, Sam Perry is in the under-17 men's race and from Western AC, Dave Bignell goes into the senior men's. And representing English clubs will be Ollie Lockley from Leeds City and Max Costley from Southampton in the senior men's race and also Sarah Aston for Belgrave Harriers in the senior women's race. And Manx Winter Olympian Zoe gillings bryer is joining an attempt to break the world record for the most number of skiers in a torch-lit descent this evening. She's heading to Arc today to take part. The record is 2,887, which was set in 2016. They're hoping for 3,000 to take part this evening.
0: Keyside tyres and service centre. in at Ronald's Way,
1: the 6.55, 5-7 to Easy jet from Manchester showing off. On time the half past seven easy jet from Gatwick on time, the five to eight returning patient transfer Logan Air from Liverpool on time, and the five past eight inbound from London City is showing on time. Outbound tonight, the six o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool on time, 25 past eight easy jet to Manchester, and the eight o'clock easy jet to London Gatwick all on time. And Sandy Gate temporary lights on the Jerby Road for water main installation in Jerby itself from to the Len, the Coast Road's closed for resurfacing, the Balaminet Road in Jerby, phase closures for that water main installation. In Ballabeg, temporary lights on the main road near Arbury Parish Hall for that new zebra crossing. Castle Street's one-way northbound in Castletown. You'll be used to the one-way by now then. In Peel, temporary closures around East Quay and the Prom, and also between Peel and St John, temporary lights on the main road. They're working on the pavements. In Regaby, a series of temporary closures on Regaby West Road for that water main replacement. Temporary lights on Mayhill, Ramsey, for water supply work. And Marketplace has got temporary lights for that pedestrian crossing. Temporary lights on the Antrus Road, Ramsey. Between Ramsey and Regaby, they're working on drainage. Paul Rose Road and Alder Road uh, in Paul Rose by the Methodist Church is closed for that new pedestrian crossing. Millennium Bridge over the harbour is closed between 8 pm and 4 a.m. all this week. Look out also in Douglas, Victoria Road's closed between Broadway and Marathon Road and narrow lanes and a temporary crossing on Victoria Street. Temporary lights on Annika Lane near the Heron for that new pedestrian crossing as well.
0: Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with... Keyside! The owner of a collie that was missing for
1: four days has thanked the public for searching for her. Gemma Ryan was reunited with five-month-old puppy today at Conrenny Plantation. She spoke to Manx Radio.
9: I was sat on the couch having a brew this morning and I got a phone call and this lady was just like, "I found your puppy," and I was like, "Oh my god, what?" And um, she said, "We're in the car park. I found her." And I was like, "Right, I'm coming. I'm coming up now." But we didn't even have our car, and I was like. Oh no, what do I do? So I had to go leg it round to a neighbour and I was like, Will you please take me up to the plantation? They found me see, they found me see I was shaking, crying, it was it was emotional and amazing. And then when you finally found her? Yeah, we went into the car park I didn't even think my neighbour had stopped the car and I was getting out of it. Um my cousin had already got up there before I had um everybody was crying, she was there, she was Lucy was crying. It was amazing. She's fine. Yeah, we've had her up at the vet, and she's perfectly fine. The vet's just told me to keep her in, like, quiet for a few days and keep an eye on her, and she's playing around like, like nothing's happened. There's been so many people sharing a posts, There's been so many people out hunting for her, day and night, and, like, I'm internally grateful for them, to them all. If I could go around and thank every single one of them, I would do. She was found by a lady called Tina and her dog, Nero, who are now naming Nero the Hero. He went into the bushes not far away from the car park and started growling. And Tina said he doesn't normally growl. So she went over to see um, what he was growling at. And she just spotted Lucy's pink harness and managed to get her out. And then another gentleman, um, Tim, helped her Carrier back to her car. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wynn.
1: One of Manx Labour's MHKs believes the Isle of Man's budget plans aren't ambitious enough. Douglas East's Joni Farragher says that whilst the budget isn't one of austerity, many of the Isle of Man's issues could be eased by borrowing.
10: We are law and policy makers. If we change the requirements to budget to balance, we could, for example, solve the housing crisis rapidly by borrowing to build 500 future-proof, warm and a- efficient homes imagine the multiple issues we could address key worker affordable housing first-time buyer housing brownfield regeneration help for those most impacted by the so-called cost of living crisis attracting young people to address our demographic imbalance I recognize that some people might see this kind of solution as pie in the sky but so many of the best political achievements are pie in the sky until they become reality I really do think that these multiple crises we are hearing so much about warrant some more boldness and lateral thinking. Maybe honourable members will agree with me that this is time that all options should be explored. In this budget, local authorities have been granted loans to build some housing and improve their stock. But there is no clear funding ambition laid out to clear waiting lists and increase the DOI's portfolio of social and sheltered housing stock. There is nothing capable of ending or alleviating the housing crisis.
1: That's it for update today. Compiled from the resources of Max Radio News Department. Thanks newsreader, Christian Jones. Producer, Rhiann Evans. Stick around after the news at six o'clock. Spotlight with Howie King. Greatest sense with Chris
9: Kinley. Opera at nine tonight with Ernie Thorne. W-I-N-T.